So welcome. It's great to be having this guest on. Um, and do check us out every week, every Wednesday, we'll be releasing new episodes of women, just everyday women, just like me and you, um, hearing their stories, hearing their journey, and just having real, real conversations. So please check us out every week uh, from 8pm on Wednesday uh, for women working well, uh, real talk. Let's get straight into it and introduce our first guest. So welcome, welcome listeners to Women Working Well Real Talk. Uh, we are on our fifth episode of the recordings. I'm so happy to have had so many wonderful women and lovely guests. So today we do have another wonderful woman and an amazing guest, and her name is Fane Tolu Alianji. Uh, welcome, Tolu. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Atib. Yay, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> welcome, welcome. It's just so great to have you on. So we'll just get straight into it and we'll ask the question I'm asking all my lovely women is, how many hats are you wearing? Hmm, I actually had to write it down to count, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, firstly, I'm a daughter. I've got um, ugly parents and I'm a daughter to the King of Kings. Um, I'm a sister, I'm an aunt. I'm a mom of two um, kids. Um, I'm a wife. I'm also a data analyst by profession and I'm a student. So I'm um, currently studying part-time for a master's in data science. Wow, so that's eight hats I counted. Goodness, how do you manage them all? I mean, some of them are more passive, right? <laughs> so an aunt, I really show up as an aunt over Christmas. <laughs> um, I just say that manage your dog. I'm not even managing it effectively. I think I'm just asking myself. But no, um, one thing that I think I've, I've realized, especially with this lockdown, is that it's okay not to be a super mom. It's okay not to be the perfect one, right? Some things are going to slide and it's really okay. I think that's what I keep telling myself. I'm trying to focus on kind of my mental health, not beating myself up too much. I guess as women, there's this, um, um, what would I call this? But there's this onus that we put on ourselves to kind of want to shine at everything, right? And it's 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 okay to drop the ball sometimes. So that's, that's it for me. Once I drop the ball, I'll pick it up when I get going. <laughs> Oh, great. Thanks for sharing that. So I'm sure our listeners are dying to know just a bit about Tolu. So do tell us a bit about yourself, uh, what you do, how long you have been doing it, and what are the things that you love about what you do? Okay, so I'm a data analyst um, by profession. I think I started working as a, I stumbled into it, to be honest. So I have a background in statistics, and um, I love numbers, I love maths, I just love the whole analysis. Um a uh, bit of work but when I when I get so I moved to the UK I think 10 years ago 2010 right I and, and I um I studied for an MBA at that time and I wasn't really sure what I wanted <laughs> to do with that and I think the first job I had the opportunity to get was, was a role as a data analyst I knew the, the skills were like Excel and I'm like I'm good with Excel so yeah it was it was an interim role and I had just kind of fell in love with it and so I decided to develop myself in that so being a data analyst generally just means being able to access data uh, mostly stored in a database uh, and then being able to access that data and provide analysis around the data sets I mean now if you think about it in, in, in this um, day and age there's this um, saying that data is the new oil like everyone is talking about data being a data scientist but 
then back in 10 years ago i really didn't know what it was to be honest i just knew that i liked it at that time and then i went to learn some coding skills and i've kind of just built on my career since then so how long would you say you've been doing uh, all things data? Uh, 2011, so about 10 years now. 10 years, of oh course. And then let me know or let us know what, what are the things that you do like about it or love about the job? Um, so I like the client bit of it, the client engagement bit of it, even though it's not really the numbers bit, but if you know me, you know that I, I love a good talk. <laughs> I like to chat. <laughs> and then what this, so my, my day-to-day job really entails uh, uh, me trying to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. So it would always be clients, even in my, my current role is in a professional services environment. So I would have like internal stroke, external clients as it were. But before that, even when I worked for like a project team or like recruitment, so I've worked in different uh, um, industries basically it would still be some part of the business coming to you for a solution <laughs> that kind of made me feel important right like always got the answers no not, not really but yeah and then i have to go away <laughs> to find out what exactly has gone wrong so analysis could be it will start from being able to um execute that data so being able to get the data out of the system basically and then run some analysis on clean the data most times because uh, yeah one one major issue that we normally have in data analysis is is your data quality and your reporting stroke analysis can only be as good as the quality of data that you have mm-hmm. so it gets messy when it comes to like cleaning data and all of that and then building models as an example so that once you've done this piece of work you don't have to repeat it again you can always use that model for something else in the future so the whole research um, and then getting a solution that works, the smile on people's faces when they come back to me to say, thank you, Tolu. <laughs> kind of keeps I'm, me going. I'm curious to know, so is your, the sector that you work in, um, are there a lot of women doing that role or do you find your colleagues, you know, a lot of male doing that? I'm just curious to find out just what that looks like. No, sadly, there are not enough women. <laughs> so I, I, I'm a member of a couple of communities, like women in tech, and then you find out that people shy away. So when people think about coding or kind of like databases, they always think it's a man's job, <laughs> right? So, so it, why is it actually? Why is it you think then? Why, why do you think that's the case? I think the whole technology thing just kind of, I think it, 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 it turns women away. Yeah. That's kind of my thinking. I may be wrong, but that's kind of what I found. So uh, my team, as an example, uh, there's a team of 60 odd people globally. I work in a global team and I'm the only black female <laughs> in my team. Um, and then women, I'll say there's about, I can't count on the top of my head, but d- definitely there's way more um, men than women in my team. I, I guess in the organization, in the corporate world generally, right? So there's the, the gender equality thing going on. But yeah, yeah in my field, there's, there's not a lot of women to go around. No, there isn't. Mm-hmm. So what would you say are some of the things that just drives you and feeds you and keeps motivating you to on this journey that you're on? <sighs> It's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but but I'll, I'll keep it real with you. So I my mom, I was raised by a single mom, right? She raised three girls on her own. And I think one thing that keeps me going is the, the fact that um, one, if my mom could raise, so I'm, I'm married, thankfully, and I have my husband, like, kind of supporting. So I keep telling myself, like, if my mom could, like, be on her toes as a single mom, like, I really don't have an excuse, <laughs> right? Um, so that kind of just drives everything I, I I do, and it kind of, like, feeds into my my day-to-day job. And I, 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 I love the thought of just um, uh, being able to excel at what, whatever it is that I do. 
not just my job like even at school when i have an assignment i <laughs> i want to be on top like i i want to have to do that assignment and do it well so that's kind of what uh drives me and uh yeah it, it just keeps me going the 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 end game is when i know that there's the success at the end it, I, I i can put in the sleepless nights if i have to that's good. So let's go back a bit. Uh, let's try and just understand your journey into the all things data and women in tech community. So how did it all start? What, what was the thing that made you decide to enter this industry and just kind of just give us a walk through it? Uh, I think I did mention that I really stumbled on it, to be honest. Like, uh, so um, when I when I came here to study, right, my plan was to, 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 to um, um, complete my MBA and then go back to Nigeria <laughs> to work in a bank, which is what I was doing before I left. So that was my, my game plan. And then I, I kind of met, I met my husband when I was studying. He he um, didn't want to go back to Nigeria, obviously. He had settled. He was, had been here for about 10 years before then. And he, yeah, Nigeria wasn't in his plans. So once I kind of thought about, um, yeah, what was I going to be doing here? I really did not know. And that was the first job opportunity that that I, I got. But the reason why I was looking at that job at that time was just because I, I looked at the skills that I, I, I had at that time. So Excel um, was one thing I was really good at. And um, SPSS is something that is a statistical package. Um, and those were kind of the, the requirements of that job. So I went into it blindly, to be honest. But once I got into the job, I uh, well, once I got into, yes, the data analyst role at that time, firstly, I knew that there was more I needed to do because you, there's only a, a certain amount of data you can store in Excel. So lots of, of like, yeah, I'll say 90% of the jobs today um, would look at things like SQL or Python or, yeah, like the, 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 the cloud-based technology, mm-hmm. right? So I, I knew that there was work to do. So I went into City University and I did some short courses on learning how to code, learning how to extract data. Wow. And interestingly, <laughs> I, I'll say money was another motivation, to be honest. Apart from the fact that I liked what I, I had done, I'll, I'll just give you a quick start. So um, after my first job, or during my first job, actually, I, I took a four-week um, weekend course in City University, um, learning how to code, just one skill. Uh, and when I was done with that, I uh, started job hunting because, um, and I got a, a, a 10K pay rise just from that one skill that I paid 500 pounds wow. for. So I'm wow. like, ah, that's <laughs> kind of how I built on, yeah. And that's how I just kept going um, in, in that field. And I've enjoyed every 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 bit of it, I'll be honest with you. Wow. No, I mean, I just have to touch on because you, you hit it on the now. Um, when you hear coding and, you know, analysis, you don't find that many women gravitating to it. So I'm just curious as to find out what, what was it about coding that just you know made you said you know what I, I just really want to kind of learn and add this as an additional skill so at that time at my first job as a data analyst i felt i wasn't giving my all because i didn't have enough not like i wasn't giving my all but you can't give what you don't have right mm-hmm. so what would happen is that i would be working in an excel spreadsheet and i would see that because i was working with very large sets of data there were limitations around that mm-hmm. and i think one of my my colleagues um, was at uni at that time and i think she had mentioned around coding so i'd gone on youtube first before i actually even paid up <laughs> and then i found a couple of courses um, well not courses but a couple of, of videos right that talked about coding and i thought okay this thing is really not as complicated because i was already working in data right um and that was kind of like the first push for me i felt like okay i needed i needed like that that um push like or the professional kind of like support and that's why i searched around for courses i found one at city university and that was it it wasn't it was like trust me it's not that complicated <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like now, like now you find out that people who have don't even have a data background. So I'm lucky because I kind of study statistics, right? But you, you find people that do not have any data background, just learning coding. Like anyone can learn. My son Jaden, he's six or seven. He's seven actually. My bad. He, he he's, he's already picking up like coding skills. Not because I'm pushing him or anything, but it's just because there's a lot out there. Um, to kind of support um, um, coding learning, not in a very technical way. So there's a website called code.org. There's another one called Tinker. Um, and if you love playing video games as an example, you would you would be able to pick up uh, uh, coding just as, as you go on on those kind of websites. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Um, tell us a bit more, what would you say success looks like for you? That's a big question. <laughs> But I'll try to break it down. So I'll say that before, I mean, more recently, I'll say that my mindset has kind of changed. And I, 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 um, I, can, I can talk about this for like forever, but I, I think success is, is hmm, okay, let me take a step back actually. So before now, I was very driven around kind of like just wanting to be successful around the corporate world. But more recently as a Christian, right I, I i kind of took a step back especially with the covid and it's, it's like I, I feel like we're here on an assignment as individuals and that's why i said i can go into this and talk about it for like forever but i guess what what is it that i'm here to do that's the most important question to me and at the end of the day have i been able to fulfill that so just put into so my 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 career is, is a separate entity from who i am really and i guess they're kind of mixed in in a way but that's not that that's not all that there is to me and and i guess my success is not really it's not it should not really be driven by my career so my career is one part of it but i, I guess there's, there's more to me and and my success is really defined by me completing my assignment here on earth so that, that i think that's a good way to sum it up without going into too much detail so i think i'm still trying to tease a bit more out of that so what would you say you're on this data analyst journey in your professional career you may you wear many hats as a wife as a mother as an aunt and etc etc what would you say is the end goal if there is an end goal and um of success if i could rephrase that question the end goal of success and i guess there's no one end goal to success right so if you think about it for example when you set goals right for example you want to lose weight and then at the end of the day you've lost <laughs> yes, <we> do. <laughs> I, i'm of the opinion that we're here as humans on an assignment <laughs> on earth and i don't want to go into too much details of that but generally uh, i'll say that being able to achieve that assignment whatever it is is is, is is what 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 um success means to me basically so from a career standpoint um uh, uh, making a difference being able to add value uh making a difference in world in, in the world or in my organization or wherever i find myself is, is one thing that would define my success and i guess that would vary over the years as an example, but I, I think every, every day that 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 um, um, definition can take a new meaning. So, for example, in this team, right, um, the, 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 the projects, their deadlines, um, the issues that are that are ongoing, and I've been able to solve that. I think I've been I've been successful for that for that phase. And then even if I move into a new team, um, it's always about problem solving, um, yeah, uh, and being relevant in the times and seasons so that that's one thing that is important for me but uh, i'll say that in in, in life uh, or for me personally it's there's the, the just too many definitions to success really and it, it wouldn't be a one-size-fits-all for all for, for all the many hats that i i wear 
Sure. So if you just have a, a moment to reflect, what would you say some of the lessons you have learned along the way has been and what challenges have you had, if any challenges? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. So my, my career journey till date has been a learning curve. Like I, I mentioned, like it was something I stumbled on. Um, so challenges has has definitely been one of the things I like I like to touch on is the fact that um, I, I I wouldn't say that there's kind of been a ceiling. So when you think about the gender equity thing, there's there's an, there's a, there's a challenge where um, I wouldn't say that. Let me put it this way: as a woman, you have you have to pull uh, uh, more strings. You have to do more to be seen and to be heard especially in my team. I'm using my, my current team as an example. Um, so I've had to work twice as hard. I've, and, and if, I, I don't know if you remember I mentioned, so I'm at a, I'm at a place where in, in my career where I feel like it's time to go to the next level, but I'm having to put in extra. I'm having to do a master's <laughs> as a data science because I know that that's not going to be landed to me uh, just by kind of just sitting by. So I have to just go get it kind of thing. So. That's what is one the of next the level for you? What is the next level for you? So data science. So I've been a data. So I, I, I think it might be helpful to understand the difference between uh, um, being a data analyst and being a and data science. Data science is more um, uh, predictable focus. So so what that means in essence is that with, with analysis, you're kind of just um, um, scratching the surface of the data and telling them what 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 you can see. But then with with um, the, the data science aspect of it, it's being able to, so things like machine learning, AI, right? Being able to train your models, right? And make them work for you kind of thing. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to go too technical, but that that's kind of um, the next the next level for me as it were. And I feel like I, I need the right skills in place, which is why, again, I've, I've, I've taken on the master's. And yeah, that's kind of like the next level for me. I work in, I, I, think, I don't think I mentioned it, but I work in uh, HR at the moment. Right, and there's a lot of there's a lot of um, data science requirements around HR, around recruitment, um, and just generally around HR. So I, I feel like I, I this is the opportunity to kind of like make my mark in that industry, and I'm just looking forward to it. Really, it's a it's a learning curve, it's a journey, but yeah. Great. And what would you say to somebody who is trying to get into your build your sector, whether it's HR or into data, uh, what top tips would you give them? Okay, <laughs> so even though I currently work in HR, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't know much about HR because I'm more <laughs> of a data person than, yeah. a, than a HR person. Um, but then um, for anyone who wants to go into the world of, of data, um, I've, I've had a few people, I've had a few mentors actually come to me and then, um, yeah, it, it sounds very ambiguous. That's the first thing I, I know that a lot of, of those things go over their head, but I'll say start small. Start with your little steps. So you can start with YouTube videos like I did. There's a lot out there in terms of learning, but you have to be able to embrace the learning, mm. um, right? So so start with one skill at, at, at a time. What you find out is there are a lot of tools out there, um, a lot of software tools, and people get kind of just drowned in the fact that they want to learn X, Y, Z all together at once. And that's never going to happen because the truth is this, with every organization, there's hardly, there's, there's, there's um, a limited number of tools that you can be using at the same time. So even if you learn all the skills as an example, and you're not using them, there's a very high chance that you're going to forget. So if you learn one skill, make sure that you master it and you're really good at it. If it's Excel you want to start with as an example, make sure that even if someone wakes you up, you can answer a question in Excel. 
and then you move on to the next thing. If you want to learn coding, stick to one aspect of coding. So with, with SQL as an example, they're different. There's an Oracle database, there's a MongoDB. Stick to one, you don't have to learn all of it. Stick to that one, master it, and then you can get a job in that field in, in, with, with, a, with a company that uses that one tool and you're good. Great, thank you. Top tips there, guys. Uh, <laughs> and final question from me. Um, what would you say life has taught you thus far? Um, I'll say that life is uh, a journey. It happens in seasons. And just embrace it, really. Um, yeah, there'll be good days, but not so good. There'll be bad days, there'll be crying days, but it's there's always light at the end of the tunnel. For the dark days, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And... Another thing that I think life has taught me is that everyone's journey is different. <laughs> yeah. Don't get caught up in, in trying to compare yourself to somebody else. Just embrace your own journey. Find find your you and and, and, and yeah, just embrace it really. Great. I know I said this is the last question, but another question just comes to mind. Um, <laughs> I'm just particularly for those who have been on lockdown um and have been homeschooling children i mean how was that how, how has that affected you because obviously you're from what we're hearing you're very you know you love to learn you love to you know you know soak up all that information apply that information at work but at the same time you still have two kids to attend to and i'm sure you probably uh, felt a lot of the stresses of most parents did over the lockdown and homeschooling so how was that for you <sighs> <That's it. laughs> I'll be honest with you, the day the kids went back to school, I threw myself a, a little party. <laughs> uh, long story short, it was hard. It was one of the most challenging times that, uh, for me, but uh, I guess the first few months, it was a struggle for every parent. I, I can imagine it was, right? But then, uh, yeah, I learned not to flog myself too much. I had days that the house was like in a mess. <laughs> I just knew I couldn't be everything to everybody. Right, some things are going to have to suffer, and that's that 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 was one thing that I had to keep telling myself. Uh, right, there were days that we, I, I mean, our routines were out of the window to start with. <laughs> so um, yeah, we just did what we called as parents, right? And then yeah, comp- we we give ourselves pats on the back, just to let us know that we're doing well, we're not doing too badly. If not, if you focus on the things you're not doing, <laughs> it was enough to get you in a depressed state, right? <laughs> but, yeah. But the things we were able to do, we just kind of like celebrated. And I'm not talking about my husband and myself, really. I wouldn't say that it was easy. No, it wasn't. Especially with the fact that I am I'm, I'm not just had a full-time job homeschooling, but I was also studying part-time for my master's. So it was a, yeah, it was a struggle. I'll be honest with you. I, I just did what I could. I'll be honest with you. That, that was just it. And I focused on the positives. I focused on the fact that I'm alive. I'm well. I had a job, right? Because I felt it could have been worse, right? People went through like really tough times. So... I just tried to focus on the things that we're working and yeah, and that kept me going really. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing all of this, Tolly. We've come to the end of my questions. But it's been so wonderful to have you on the show. And I feel like just hearing just from here, all your data journey, I didn't know that you you um, did so much data and did coding as well. So I think that's really useful for a lot of women who may be afraid to get into that industry, but now know that someone that they've heard is doing it. Um, I feel that's definitely going to encourage somebody. So thank you so much for, for sharing that for us. Oh, my pleasure. I was happy to be here. So, um... Oh, no, not I was. I am happy to be it's fine it's fine it's been great having you on the show 
So I'm sure I'll speak to you soon. So take care and enjoy the rest of your day. (laughs) No worries. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye. And for those who would like to get in touch with us, please do reach out to us. We're currently on Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram handle is at www.realtalk and our Facebook handle is Women Working Well. Uh, so do search us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Do comment, like, share, share again to your networks. Um, we do want to hear from you. So until next time, this is your host, Atten Henshaw, and we're signing out from Women Working Well. Have a great rest of the week. Take care.